Welcome to Love Narratives, a podcast where on-screen relationships meet real-life love stories. I'm your host, Michelle Zylar. I'm a love coach, and I help people navigate dating so that they can create conscious relationships full of passion, healthy boundaries, and so much more. Have you ever hesitated to say the thing in your head because you're concerned about how it might impact your relationship? If so, this episode is for you. We're back for the second part of our conversation about the Kaminsky Method with Valerie Lyons. The Love Narratives podcast is all about what we see, hear, and say to ourselves and each other about love. We'll discuss love stories both on and off screen and explore whether the narratives we witness impact what we do with our own hearts and how we write our own love stories. These guests were all super generous and vulnerable with their own stories. So you won't just be getting movie or TV reviews here, but you'll also be getting real lived experiences from real people at the same time. And maybe by the end, we'll get to see how or if what we watch affects us in our real relationships. But let's be honest, we all know it does. And um, is there anything, so circling back to the show a little Mm -hmm. bit. Sure. um, Anything in the show that like really annoyed you or upset you to see? Annoyed or upset me? I can't, nothing that really, nothing that really comes to mind i'll tell you this is an on an off note i did not know this is like really off i did not know that was paul reese is it reisner reisner playing the role of mindy's husband uh-huh. i didn't recognize him you know, <laughs> yeah I thought that, yeah it was a little off-putting i'm happy i was happy to see him recently in a show and realize he doesn't look like that <laughs> <laughs> But they had him look like he had put on weight. His hair was pulled, he was balding. I found uh-huh. it a little unsettling. And I was a little, it got me a little nervous. I'm like, Paul, what happened to you? <laughs> but uh, so I was happy to see him recently. He looks great. Um, well, but they, yeah, if, go ahead. But there was, I, I can't think of anything. Um, I think though, yeah, now, now that I think about it, I think there was a bit of a, callousness around Sandy, Michael Douglas's character, how he was in relationships with women. I don't know. I thought there, you know, I'm not, I don't remember the details of it all, but it seemed like although he was in, although he found himself in relationships, he was like, kind of like, not really, um, it wasn't with a, it wasn't with an open heart and commitment. That's why the, the, the last, um, this, the third season was so, I thought, I, I thought it was so um, profound because it showed a vulnerability in his relationship mm-hmm. with his ex-wife that was not exhibited in prior, you know, episodes in relation to how he related to women in particular. So, um, yeah, that, that's the one thing that, 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 um, kind of stands out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you can see the contrast there, right, between Norman and Sandy in the second season, at least, because Sandy starts dating, right? 
Yes. And he, like, Sandy is totally closed off, right? He is playing that role of the quote unquote bad boy or whatever, you know, like just having his walls up and, you know, the women that he dates become collateral to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Norman is so thoughtful. <laughs> Do you remember? He was like, you know, like getting dressed up and like being yes. super like chivalrous and all this stuff. Um, so I'm glad that you you pointed that out. And then it's funny because the the um the character Martin, Paul Riser, Reiser that you're talking about. Yeah. That's actually you really did answer my question because when I'm asking that question, I'm asking like, is there anything that made you want to like shout at the TV? You know? Yeah, I was like, because he looks like so familiar to me. I, I didn't get it at first. I'm like, my God, that is him. Yeah. And I'm like, really? what happened to him? He just looked. It was really good, a great makeup job. But his character was also pretty. I I I I, I did like his character in terms of his relationship with you know you know uh, Mindy and how you know they kind of their relationship kind of evolved and and it was it was it was kind of cute. Yeah. Right. And and there were definitely those um, you know barriers like generational barriers that would come up a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but he he was mostly not malicious, right? A little bit at the end with the money, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly yeah. he was just doing the best he could. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, that's how it landed for me. It was that like that he was really just kind of an overgrown kid. Like yes. when when you saw his relationship with his mother. Oh um, yeah. You know, I mean, he really was kind of Mindy's equal. He just had different references. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I forgot about that, that whole, the mother, it was too much. <laughs> Have you ever had something like that with like, um, you know, either your family or your partner's family, like just really um, when they come in the picture, it's like your relationship just completely alters. You know, I, I have to tell you, um, I was really fortunate in that, you know, my husband's, look, I grew up with um, my husband. Well, my husband um, had, a, had a, a dear, um, has a, well, a dear aunt and uncle who lived in Hollis where I grew up. So I knew his family from, mm -hmm. a, you know, from when I was a child and our families were close and shared a lot of, shared a lot of the same values. So that, I was in a really fortunate um, situation where the community enhanced our relationship. Mm. It's a yeah. really beautiful thing that I think about it, yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And now with your current partner, you didn't grow up together. Nope. Um, so how, uh, how do you feel about, you know, your two different uh, circles or like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting, <laughs> Uh, two different worlds, yet I find it fascinating how people from two different worlds can come together and, um, and get each other and have so many similarities. So yeah, it took totally different. My, my, actually, my, my partner um, lost his mother when he was in his early 30s and never knew his father. So he has a lot of extended family members and he has friends who he considers family. 
and which is which is a lot different than me. I mean, I certainly have an extended family, but I had a, a strong relationship with my mom and my my father. My mo mother passed away three years ago. You know, um, um, mm -hmm. at at ninety at ninety ninety one. So I had my mother for most of my adult life, which is a, which was truly a blessing. And my father, you know, passed away in 2006. So um, unlike him, I had the benefit of having my parents in my life for most of my life and having a, a, a strong relationship with, with both, particularly with my father towards the end. But that I, the fact that I had him in my life for, all the, all, for most of my life, I think has been, is a blessing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so does, how does that kind of show up in your relationship in terms of, you know, the two different worlds? Cause I know I can definitely identify with that. Um, you know? Well, yeah. Well, you know, this is the benefit of, of, of and the blessing of being 60. <laughs> Cause it's like, it's all good. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like the differences in, our, in, in who we are may have made, may have been would have been harder for me when I was younger because I was more judgmental, <laughs> right? So this is a man who doesn't have a college degree. You know, this is, a, I mean, I was married to a man who was an invest, in investment brokerage industry. This is a man who most of his work is around being a security person and a bodyguard. And he's also in the music industry. I mean, so, you know, it's, you know, as I've gotten older, thank God, I've been able to look at a person, not just what they do, but mm -hmm. who they are. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I've always been that person that looked at who a person is, but I know when I was younger, what you did for a living made a difference to the kid, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so that was, I have to say, that was something that I did look for someone who had a college degree, who was professional, and it wasn't intentional, by the way, that mm -hmm. I was looking, but that was in my space, you know? Yeah. And as I've gotten older, thank goodness, I've been able to take, just look at somebody's heart, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? And, and that's, and that when I, when I, and that's what, what I saw when I, when I met him, we were very honest and open and put all our stuff out there. Cause I was like, I'm not trying to take care of a man. He's like, you don't got to worry about that. This is how I make my money. And I was like, good. <laughs> uh <-huh. You> know? <laughs> and I love that. And you were saying when you were younger, it wasn't intentional, but it was in your space. And yes. it was influences like from your family, from your community sure, about, sure, right? Sure. And, you know, I feel really, really grateful that at such a young age, I'm able to see exactly that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it, it could be so many things, not just about what you do, but like, just that we're from two different worlds and I can see the same thing in the show, right? Like Mindy can see Martin's heart, right? yes. like, regardless of the fact that he has all these references she doesn't understand or right, like all, all that stuff. Um, it's not what's important. She knows what's important to her. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, what do you think has kind of, helped you come to to knowing what's most important to you doing a lot of work <laughs> for myself mm -hmm. you know really being involved and in, and in, and you know personal um transformational educational programs therapy 
Yeah. So really doing, it's a, a, a lot of internal work because mm -hmm. if we allow the world to dictate to us who we are, forget about it. We're really just, we're, we're constantly chasing something, you know, and chasing something that doesn't even, that may, doesn't even really exist for us personally, but something that others think, you know, or best, uh, 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 what others, we're, we're chasing the thing that others think we should be or the person that others think we should be. So really paying attention to um, doing the inner work and really getting to know yourself because we want, you know, we're, we're concerned about others. So, you know, particularly when you're starting a relationship, you want others to get to know you. Mm -hmm. Yet, if you don't know yourself, it doesn't allow others <laughs> to get to know you. Um, yeah. And I, How would and that I, work? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really, really got in this relationship. I wanted to be my authentic self, you know, and I wanted, and I'm, I out myself around the things that I'm afraid that I fear in, in this relationship. I out myself so that he knows, you know, some of what's going on in my head. I just, I just, you know, I let him know so I can like kind of um, show up as, as, you know, show up. So he knows who he's dealing with. He's not hey. dealing with a, a vision of me. He's dealing with the real Valerie. So mm -hmm. it's important for me to be honest about my fears and my concerns, my doubts. I put it all out there now. Yeah. And that's so courageous. And it, it's, it, I love that you brought this up because it takes work, right? Where mm -hmm. we, we've been talking now for, you know, like 40 minutes about, you know, just be yourself and accept everyone's differences and right. And it does take work, right? It's not always easy. It's not always comfortable, but the, the benefit, like the result that you get by stepping out on that limb just a little bit is enormous, right? right. Because then you know that you're being yourself or you're willing to discover who that is and you know that you I'm so happy that you found someone that you feel safe enough to do that with right I think yeah. a lot of people are nervous to say those vulnerable things like to say those doubts or to say those fears um for you know fear of what the other person might say or how the other person might react well you know yes and I definitely was that I was that person who was afraid to say things because I feared how my husband would react. I was feared that he would leave. I feared that he couldn't handle it. But I tell you, Michelle, the other thing that helped me, and, it, and this came inside of doing the inner work, was 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 getting, was was being aware of the impact of me not being my authentic self. Like, what did it cost, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that was important for me to recognize that not being my authentic self had me acting out in ways that didn't work for me. Mm. You know, I had an affair in my marriage, not proud about it because I was afraid to let my husband know that I wasn't happy, that money wasn't coming, he wasn't generating income, you know, various things. I did not, was not, oh, I did not share, I did not tell him. So mm -hmm. I ended up acting out. And then I also wanted to mention, you know, this thing about me feeling safe in this relationship so that I could, can be myself. I, for the first time, like in my life, I came to recognize that not only does a woman need to feel safe, but a man needs to feel safe too. Mm -hmm. I got that for my partner because I started to see in, there were times when I started to see he didn't feel safe to be himself because I was pulling back. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, 
putting up a wall out of my own fear of commitment. And I and then I, I really got and he we talked about it. He needs to feel safe too. And I had never considered that a man <laughs> needs to feel safe. And that was kind of shocking to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all just like little children in grown bodies, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, whatever has happened to us over our lives really impacts the way that we move through the world and we're all human, you know? Yes. Um, and yeah, and, and I think that it's important to note, Valerie, when you were talking about, you know, your marriage and that you're not proud of how you handled it, you know, maybe, maybe not, but you also didn't have the tools yet to handle it a different way. Nobody really, for the most part, people don't get taught how to confront these hard conversations or grow inside of a relationship, you know, it can be really scary, right? So I think that it's so important that you put yourself inside of personal development, inside of coaching, inside of therapy, um, to really have the support and resources, right? To be able to say like, okay, this is authentically who I am and this is who I want to be in the world and how I want to move in the world. And, you know, like, okay, I have the resources and the support to actually try this out, <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, and it's not like something that, you know, you're, someone can listen to this podcast episode and then just be like, all right, I'm flipping a switch. Right. It's, you know, it takes yes. something. So. Yes. Thanks, Michelle. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. The, the, the level of, I just, I think lightness, I was gonna say growth, but it's lightness, right? I feel like knowing you, we've known each other for years now and you just continue to like take weights off of yourself, you know? Yeah. And yes. it's amazing because it allows other people around you to do the same thing, including your partner. Thank you, yes. Um, I'm, I'm fulfilling on a, a life that is joy filled and <laughs> that you gotta let stuff go in order to feel joy. Yeah. And, you know, it's cool because now it's making me think of like, what do you bring to a relationship? Like that question I sometimes ask people and like, what do you think you bring to the table? And automatically what, what comes to mind for a lot of people are those things that we get taught matter, right? Like your looks or your humor or whatever. And those are all great. Um, but I'm just really present to the just that the the depth of the opportunity it is to be with someone like yourself who's willing to be themselves yes 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 like, yeah like you bring just freedom to the relationship that's wow. huge that is great thank you boy ah <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm. So beautiful. Thanks. All right. Well, I have just a couple more questions for you before we wrap sure. up. Sure. So um, first question, I think we kind of touched on this already, but just mm. what what are any any um, you know romantic narratives or or love stories? Um, that you wish you saw more of on screen? Yeah. Um, yeah, I did share stories that 
really um, show the lives of people of color and women in particular who are navigating their lives, who may have been, you know, married or have kids who are now grown and they're like in their next chapter. And, you know, they're, they're figuring out how to go online because when, you know, folks in the, you know, 50 age plus age range, it's, it's new and it's, and it's a barrier to many folks who are 50 plus because they don't trust the technology. There's a lot of scamming. They get really, you get really scared. You, you, you're ready to quit sooner than later. And I know that's not just limited to people who are in the 50 plus age range, but it takes something to date, you know, in, yeah. you know during this time. But mm-hmm. stories that really show how people overcome those challenges mm-hmm. to, to meet folks and to connect and showing how people, you know, like life after retirement, mm-hmm. you know, life during, like retirement is different for me than it was for my parents. As mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna work until, you know, for, as long as I can. My mom retired in her early sixties and most people worked at jobs for 25 years, left with a watch and that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different now. So stories that really show how that has changed for people, the whole idea of retirement. I'd love to see that and how folks are still looking for adventure and fun and and are, de- are creative and are doing the things they couldn't do when they were younger because for whatever reason they had the kids to raise. Or, um, but how they're fulfilling their like this beautiful chapter in their lives and really showing how aging is and can be a beautiful thing with challenges, you know, and it can be beautiful. Yeah. Well, life has challenges at every stage, right? Exactly. And um, I love that you brought up online dating um, because I don't think we've mentioned yet in this episode that you actually met your partner on a dating app. I surely did. And I was scared. I was scared uh-huh. to to get off the platform. I I wanted to stay on the platform forever and not exchange numbers. I finally did. Why yeah. was that? I, I it was such a new it was such a new process for me. It was like every step of the way, I was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm finding myself resisting moving to the next stage. You know, mm-hmm. so um yeah, but yeah, I did I did meet my partner on on online. So what had you actually break through that to to be able to move to the next stage? Your coaching. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I swear I was not fishing for that. I I know you weren't. I'm I'm telling the truth. Your coaching. Fair enough. And I and I was in communication with my friends, and many of some of the women that I was uh, connecting with had been doing online dating and talked about you know you got to get off the platform and exchange. But I definitely work through that in our sessions as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you're right, it is different, right? Like your parents did not have so much of the experiences that you're having now and right, right. things evolve. So thank you for sharing that. And um, my final question for you would be, if your love life, if the story of your love life was a television show, which I would love to see, um what do you think the main thing the what what is the main thing that the viewer would take away from watching that show um the main one of the thing well 
communication is key. They would definitely get communication is key. Um, they would see how, um, just, oh, just because you're older doesn't mean it's over. Hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Anything else? And, and how, and how, yeah. And, um, the power, the power of laughter and how laughter can, can be a mechanism to support you in working through some of the difficulties, the challenges that you may encounter in your life and not taking yourself too seriously also. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You are definitely always laughing and I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Valerie. This has been an amazing conversation and I just thank you so much for being here. Um, I want I want to pass the mic back to you one more time. If anyone wants to connect with Valerie or learn more about her work, um, Val, can you tell them where to find you? Sure. So um, I have a website, um, Valerie J. Lyons Enterprises com and that's enterprises with an s you can find me on linkedin valerie lyons um, i'm on facebook as well and you can find me on instagram and my handle is at val j lyons or at the power networker <laughs> awesome and you are a power networker um, so if anyone is in the new york city area definitely you'll want to hit up one of Valerie's events once we start having more in-person events again. Yes. Um, yeah. So thank you so much. I'll leave all of those links, you know, in the show notes, as they say, mm -hmm. and uh, Valerie, this has been amazing. Thank you again. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for the opportunity. Huh? Absolutely. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here, and I really hope you got something valuable out of this episode. If you did enjoy it, please go ahead and leave a review or a rating wherever you get your podcasts. That way, more people can see it. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when the next episode comes out. If you want more content about love and dating, or you want to find out all the different ways you can work with me right now, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Michelle Zylar. And I'm also on TikTok and all of those other things, but... Instagram is really where I hang out. So feel free to stop over and say hi, or if not, I'll see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.